Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today on the Zabecast, big breaking news on our guy, Notorious J-A-Y. New job, new city, new phone, who dis? We'll let you listeners decide where he should go for his next adventure in life. A smattering of sports items from J.R. Richard passing to the Black Aces and RG3's new gig. Plus, the NFLPA has done a huge bait and switch on its own players, and some of them are pissed. Your nearly hour-long dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Friday, August 6, 2021. Thank you for downloading Monster Episode today, so let's get cracking. The NFLPA has suddenly said... Well, now even vaccinated players are going to have to get tested every day due to Delta. A huge departure from what was sold to players. Get the vax, you won't have to get tested. This in order for them to get the shot. And understandably, many of them reportedly are pissed. But who's going to have the balls to speak out about it? Jimmy Graham is one of the guys who is starting to raise his voice just a bit. And here was Pat McAfee today with A.J. Hawk on his show talking about how he would feel as a player if he was in that situation. He he is voicing an opinion, I think, that a lot of players are probably going to voice at this point. A lot of players that were, don't you think a lot of players that were not huge fans of getting the vaccine, obviously, and then they're like, okay, well, no, I understand the situation. I'm going to get it. And now... You're changing the rules and protocols. They're probably thinking like, all right, man, what are we, what's next? I could see somebody being so pissed off that is in the league, walking into a team meeting, having your coach in the NFL tell you, you have to get vaccinated, okay? Like, hey, I'm fucking having it, okay? You need you to get vaccinated. So that's the NFL telling you. Then you go home and you open an email and the NFLPA is like, hey, also, good news, you're getting tested every single fucking day still at 6 a.m. That's what we want because we're looking out for your health and safety. And that player is like, so the NFL is fucking me. And in their eyes, 
by the way, in their eyes, I'm not saying the NFL is forcing me to do something and the NFLPA is forcing me now to do something that I did something to not have to do. That is kind of, uh, are these people even speaking for me? Because I'm a part of the association. I'm a part of the union as well. They seem to not be speaking for me. Who are they speaking for? And uh, at Adam Hodge says, uh, Adam Hodge says... Jimmy Graham is vaccinated. He's frustrated with the NFL being frustrated that he might still have to get tested every day and find if he misses one. He's talking right now about the years of miscommunication with the NFLPA. I'm about to go into week 17 playing for free, too. Okay, so Thanks. I don't know what that means exactly. That means he's yeah, – I, I don't know what that means. He was uh, saying he's going to get fined so much that he's playing for free. Oh, okay. I thought it was because the extra game. No, it's just because he, he didn't get a bump in salary, but he had an extra game. Oh. That's what it is. Oh, Oh, it's week like, like everybody else. Oh, yeah, 17th game. Yeah, he was very in his thing. He was talking about how there was no real conversation about the 17th game being added. He talked about that, which is a gripe for – it sounds like – remember that vote was only, what, 51-49 or 50-point-something yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yeah. to 50-point-something? There's going to be – it's going to become something. I, I just got to keep an eye on it. I mean, they're going to try to make this thing not be loud. But if you got some big-ass named players that – on a Monday after the game, are saying, I'm not going in for the 6 a.m. fucking test, all right? And then they fine him. And then that player maybe misses the next day because that player might have a little bit of a, hey, fuck you in him, which some players do have. Then they're going to fine him again. Then what's going to happen? A press conference is probably going to happen. Hey, you just got fined, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is not good. Then the FLPA is. I mean, there's a chance that the vaccination thing could become a full in the, oh, Oh, this is going to become something. Yeah. This is going to become something big now that the NFLPA is potentially pushing against a lot of the players that are pissed yeah. off about what the NFL is doing. Oh, no. He is 1,000% correct. And to channel the great line from the Blues Brothers, no, uh, Animal House, <laughs> the great line from Animal House regarding the Players Association and this COVID testing situation and the... Uh, Vaccinations. Come on, flounder. You can't spend your whole life worrying about your mistakes. You fucked up. You trusted us. <laughs> you fucked up. You trusted us. What have I said all along? I've said, so if you're a player who agrees to get vaccinated, what are you signing up for? How many shots are you signing up for? You're signing up for boosters? How many? One this fall, one in the winter. Two next year. What about the Lambda variant? What about the SARS-CoV-22? You signing up for that one as well? Are you pretty much telling the NFL, look, whatever you guys want to mandate for us, vaccines, you name it, I will take it, whatever. Is that what, it's an open-ended thing that they can apparently tear up and go back on, on a whim, which they've done. Man, did they get hornswoggled on this, and it makes no sense whatsoever because in the case of the Vikings, Kellen Mond, who was vaccinated, tested positive, breakthrough case, and then because of close contact tracing, Kirk Cousins, not vaccinated, and persona non grata, enemy number one in Minnesota, ends up having to sit out. Kirk is still not getting vaccinated, says he's at peace with that choice, although won't disclose specifically about it, but did offer up to put himself inside plexiglass inside the quarterback room if that would help and people are laughing and mocking him and it's like well you're laughing and mocking at him where did you see plexiglass this last year everywhere 
like it really made a fucking difference. So I guess when companies and 7-Elevens and Kohl's and places can put up plexiglass, you go, well, that's just safe, you know, and, and casinos, oh, well, that's just safe. And then Kirk's like, well, I can put plexiglass. Oh, you idiot, come on. That's not going to do anything. Get vaccinated. Why should he get vaccinated? The guy who was supposedly close contact possibly infected the rest of the room. I don't think he really did. And now everyone's going to get tested every day anyway. Wow. Wow is this thing in the weeds. And if that's not enough, Moderna, whose profits by or their stock price, so profits are up huge, but I, I know their stock price is up 338% in the last year. Moderna put out something called updated COVID-19 perspective and strategy for boosters. Our emerging perspective, it says, we believe that increased force of infection resulting from Delta, along with non-pharmaceutical intervention fatigue, that'd be NPI fatigue, non-pharmaceutical invention includes social distancing, masks, all the other bullshit that doesn't affect the actual case curve of the pandemic, proven by study after study, NPIs for airborne viruses do not do shit. And seasonal effects, i.e. moving indoors, writes Moderna, will lead to an increase of breakthrough infections in vaccinated individuals. Vaccinated individuals. So, Let me see if I've got this straight, Moderna. You're saying your vaccine works, but not if people go inside? Or it doesn't work as well if they go inside? Or because they get tired of wearing a mask or staying six feet apart from people, that then your uh, vaccine is going to have more leakage, going to have more breakthrough infections? Shockingly, the conclusion is our booster strategy, writes Moderna, is we believe a dose three booster will likely be necessary prior to the winter season. The winter season. Like this winter season? What about next winter season? You know, winter is long in some parts of the country. Could there be two boosters in the winter? And again, how about the testing on a third dose? Let's see what that does. Throw that in the mix. Let's let's check out the uh the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, the VAERS on that. But the responses to this are hilarious, although kind of sad, because it just shows you what bullshit this all is. And by the way, I'm not saying the vaccine itself is bullshit. The vaccine appears to be very robust in giving you protection for about four to six months, it looks like right now. We don't know lasting protection, but it looks like the vaccine has a limited length of protection. So, and and if you need a booster, if the boosters are proven to be safe, then yeah, people who are vulnerable should probably take a booster every year, kind of like a flu shot. But there's so many wild cards of this right now because this is such a new thing and a new product, we don't know how it's going to be. But the fact that Moderna... They put out this statement like, well, yeah, you know, if you go inside, it it might not work as well. Somebody said that's almost like a mosquito repellent manufacturer telling you that they hadn't planned on you using their bug spray outside in August or around dusk when mosquitoes are at their most active. (laughs) 
Somebody else said in response to this, <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> I got the indoor outdoor version <laughs> of the vaccine. So that's Moderna. Stock price up 336% year over year, raking in money hand over fist with total liability protection on this. They're saying, well, I mean, it works, but you know, once people go indoors, as they get tired of staying away from everybody, it might not work as well. It's almost like this is a comedy routine, not something serious. I don't know how much reporting this is going to get in the mainstream press because I don't watch mainstream news. It is utter shit and propaganda and nonsense on wheels. But just keep an eye out if you do, or ear out, if you do hear this story in any sort of mainstream way, just let me know. But this is what they're saying. And again, many of you say, there's nothing unusual about this, Abe. They're just saying exactly what they think about how long their vaccine is going to work and yada, yada, yada. And uh, it still is probably perfectly safe and effective for the majority of people with a few exceptions, blah, blah, blah. It might be. All I know is I'm old enough to remember when Big Pharma was the fucking devil incarnate in this country and in public opinion. When Big Pharma was Enemy numero uno. I've got a brother who's a food and drug attorney. Very good one. One of the best in the country. And he knows all the ins and outs of the industry. We have amazing drugs in this country. Amazing drugs. The system, though, is kind of fucked up. It's a, it's a very Byzantine system in which certain drugs, indeed, are gouged through the roof price-wise. And somebody's got to pay for them. And if you have insurance, you're good to go. If you're not on insurance, you could be totally fucked. But this drug could save your life. As fucked up as our, our system is with, with regard to drugs, I still think it's better than anyone else in the world because we have amazing drugs. And these COVID vaccines may well be engineering marvels, but they have been sold as something entirely different. And now we're entering a new uncharted territor- territory where it's like, okay, we're going to do boosters now. And when it comes to employers or the NFL with the union, where you say, okay, all right, so you're going to test me every day if I don't get vaccinated? Fine. I'll get, and if I get vaccinated, I want to get tested like once a week, maybe at most. I'm in. Ha ha, sucker. We changed the deal. It's actually all the time now. Sorry. You fucked up. You trusted us. And that's why there is lots of skepticism if not cynicism, about what's going on. Be informed. Read from a variety of sources. Question everything you hear. Double check, triple check, and just think. Think it through. Think it through to the next step, and the next step, and the next step, and who's benefiting and who's not benefiting, and make your own choices accordingly. If you're over 50, if you've got complicating comorbidities, probably a great idea to get the shot if you haven't already been infected. Otherwise, it becomes far less of a value proposition. All right, let's talk some sports with our man, Notorious J-A-Y. Not, not, notorious, notorious. <gasps> not, not, notorious. Hello. Hello, Jay. You know, there's a reason why. I love Super 70s sports on Twitter. 
His tweet today was, the only thing I request for the upcoming Field of Dreams game in Major League Baseball, you know they're playing a real game at Field of Dreams. He says, the only thing I request is Timothy Busfield guesting in the booth, periodically saying he doesn't see a goddamn thing, and everyone is fucking crazy. Hilarious. All right, all right, all right. This is fascinating. It is. But the fact remains is that you don't have the money to bring the mortgage up to date, so you're still going to have to sell. I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> we got no choice. Oh, God. I'm excited Ray. for that, Jay. I don't know how you feel about People, it, but I, 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 mean, I like the I concept. Love the movie. I love the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I will watch probably three or four innings. Yeah. Why not, I hate, right? I hate the Yankees with a passion, but... Well, you can root against them to lose. Uh, they're playing who again? I don't... The, the White Sox. Ah, there you go. There it's, you I go. think I think it is the White Sox. I, I might be wrong. I thought it was the White Sox. I think so, because it was the White Sox that came out of the cornfield, correct? Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, that's because it was the Black Sox. And, and, let's, they were... and let's get up to speed on that. You had a correction on Andy's note earlier in the week. The Black Sox were called that because? Well, they had an owner who was notoriously cheap and a penny pincher, even though at the time they would be like the Boston Red Sox. They made money. They they were like the the most wealthiest franchise in the league. So Charlie Comiskey refused to, and this is in 1917. Or, yeah, when they won the World Series. Yes, 1917. He refused to launder their jerseys for free. (laughs) <laughs> he was like, and he was like, I'm going to take it out of your pay. And, and they were like, the hell you're not. You're not going to do it. And he was like, well, I'm not going to launder them. He was like, well, we're, no, and we're not going to clean them. So they just became <laughs> dirtier and dirtier. And they, hence the name, the Black Sox, because oh they were just dingy as hell. So in, in 17 or 18, when they won the World Series, uh, Comiskey laundered their, laundered their jerseys and took the money out of their World Series bonuses. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was baseball back in the day. The owners were even bigger assholes than they are today. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that is. And now guys are making $50 million a year. So they could care less about it. And thank you, uh, Kurt Flood, for being the guy, the first guy to jump into the to the jaws of the machinery of baseball to and have his career it. ended, to say, fuck it, this is bullshit. Okay. Anyways, We've gone. Baseball, hold on. Special report. Now reporting, George Stephanopoulos. We got a special report here, Jay. Breaking news: You have changed jobs. Yes, yes, I have. I have changed jobs. I, in fact, before you called, I was docu signing my paperwork. I start on the 18th of this month. And you're going to work for Cowan Systems. Cowan Systems. Sounds like something out of Seinfeld. Sounds like Vandalay Industries. <laughs> Cowan Systems. Hold on. Before you tell me, I want to take a few wild, blindfolded pinata swings at what Cowan Systems does. Go. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, they're a IT tech firm that manages ATMs across the eastern seaboard. Wrong. Okay. Uh, they are a quality control company that monitors uh, the assembly of certain medical devices. Eh, wrong. <laughs> okay, one last one. 
Uh, they are a porn company in the Valley of Chatsworth, California, and you are their new set director. Wait a minute. Did you say Chatsworth, California? Yeah. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> You're like, yes, they are in porn, but not in Chatsworth. <laughs> Right. They are a uh, trucking magnate company. They are huge. Big. Cowan trucks. Huge. Yes, they are huge. Nice truck, huge. Cowan. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I told you like uh, well, 10 days ago or that, the last time, they, yeah. the guy called me and he had interviewed me for an accounts manager position, which was a, a nice little job there. And I, I really thought I had it. Um, so he calls again last Friday and, uh, he goes, I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're not going to hire you for this job. And I was like, well, this is a kick in the fellas. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And he goes, and he goes, but the reason is because the guy who you would be working for, he was like, I want to lose this guy after a year because this job is kind of beneath him. Oh. And he goes, I would like to offer you a position in our operations manager trainee program. Oh, I, I know. He said, what we do is we, we take people off. And the reason why they have this program is they have grown so much since COVID because the business, like they, like people have lost business during COVID. They have gained business and they don't have enough employees to fill positions right anywhere. So uh, he said, there's a, it's a three month program and we pay you. And I'm going to text you what they're going to pay me because I don't want to say this stuff on the air. Okay. Um, and he goes, we're going to pay you for uh, three months. And he goes, no, after he goes, do you have any reservations about relocating? Because we have uh, places that we need people at and we would love for it, you know, to, you could, you know, fill Choose. those positions. So you were right. going to have a choice of cities. Yes. Now that's where the comedy comes in. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what I'm, uh, all right. Tell me, first of all, uh, tell me how many cities you've got a choice of three, five, oh, wait 10. a minute. I will. It's a, it's a choice. Wait a minute. Cause I want you to guess these cities. I because know, but just give them, me the, give me the number. Are we talking about a choice of three, five, 10, one, one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Ten cities. All ten right. Cities. Can you give me a single hint for each one? Like, let's say if one was Memphis, you would say blues. Former Redskins training. Uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, there's one. Two. Um, the black capital of America. Atlanta. Ding. Okay. By um, the way, by the way, leader in the clubhouse. Of course, there's only two golfers in, Carlisle and Atlanta. <laughs> um. The home of Johnny Bench. Uh, Cincinnati? Boom. Do you know if that's his home or he just played for Cincinnati? Well, he just played for okay. Cincinnati. All, All right. right. Go ahead. Um, Mormons galore. <laughs> Utah or Salt Lake City. Yes. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the last one. Um, Burlington, New Jersey. You have no idea what anything. Burlington, New Jersey. Well, if it's in New Jersey, it's automatically out. If you ask me, yeah. I think the um, ranking is very simple: Atlanta one, Salt Lake two, and then <laughs> Carlisle three. You're no, laughing no, at Salt Lake. Yeah, no. no I'll no, explain no. why. I'm going to explain why. Carlisle might be a lovely little city, but come on. You don't belong in Carlisle, and Jersey's a shithole. 
Oh, Baltimore is also there's there's a there's a oh. they have opening and so so that's also or a stay. So you right. could stay. But so I, I just I just if I leave, I just I just texted you what the training was. If I leave, here is the money that I will start with. So wait, there's I, a, I just, it's it's more money if you leave. I, I just texted you what my starting salary will be if I leave. Oh, Jay. Jay. I gotta leave. You got to go. I got to go. to go. Here's the last story. I mean, here's, here's the last place. We both said as we boarded a plane, we will never come back to this shithole place ever again. Uh, you and I said that, huh? Yes. Well, no, no, no. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't say it as we're boarding a plane, but we said it as our week. <laughs> wait, wait. As our week ended. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. And Zayman, I think I'm going to take Jacksonville. Well, wait a minute. You didn't say Jacksonville was an option. I just no, no. I said I was going to save that for last. Oh, that was the last okay. city. All right, Jacksonville. Now yeah. let me just back up here a second. First of all, I guarantee we will have at least one listener. From every one of these cities, chime in. Even teensy tiny little Carlisle, PA. Well, so if it, you it, are it, if it, you're in one of these cities right now as part of Zabe Nation, please send an email uh, recruiting Jay to your city at zabe at yahoo.com or reach out via Twitter, whatever text message, you name it. I guarantee we'll get one from everywhere, although I don't know where. Where is the place in New Jersey again? Brunswick? Oh, uh- well, here, here, here are the towns very quickly because I didn't. There's a couple that was like, "There's no way." Uxbridge, Massachusetts. No, oh, fuck that. Burlington, Burlington, New Jersey. Yep. Carlisle, Baltimore, Riverville, Virginia. I don't know where that is, and I know Virginia well. I'm, I'm from the Commonwealth. I never right. hit a Riverville. Madison Heights, Virginia. I don't know where that okay. is. All right. Cincinnati, Atlanta, Salt Lake City, and Jacksonville, Florida. All right, well, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, superfan Amish from Cincinnati is going to recruit Cincinnati real hard. Okay. I believe. Now, Andy and Indy, who is a big Bengals fan, who I think has a Cincinnati connection, may also recruit in that direction as well. <laughs> I, know I've, I know I've gotten emails from listeners in Salt Lake before. I just can't off the top of my head pull one. Um, and I know, and here's the thing about Jacksonville. I got to be clear about this. It wasn't. A, it, it wasn't a shithole. It was. It was the fact that the week sucked because <laughs> it was so congested. It was not that I would never go back. It's that if the NFL ever takes the Super Bowl back there, I'm, I'm gonna fucking going. strangle somebody. Yes, it right. just was too small to handle it. Jacksonville is a phenomenal place for cost of living. Ding. Recreation, ding. ding. Weather most of the year, ding. ding. Low Fate taxes, ding. ding. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a very strong contender. I would say this shakes things up just a bit. Probably well, I, Atlanta I, won, although the traffic is hellacious. But, you know. Okay. I have family in Atlanta. Is that a good or a bad thing? Oh no! It's, it's it's my cousins that I absolutely adore. What are they going to so, be? At? What if they find out what you're making? They're like, "Hey, how about a little piece of that?" <laughs> mo yeah. family, mo problems, man. So so then I talked to um, my the woman who is going to be my realtor, who is uh, is married to one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and I told her, and she was like, she was like, I'll, "I'll," she goes, "I'll find you a house where you move, and not take the cost on it." 
just so I can take the cost on you selling because I'm still oh, selling. Right. Okay. And oh, and they pay, they pay for relocation. Jay, this is fantastic. I'm doing it. I'm doing You're doing it. it. You're doing I'm this doing thing. thing. All right. Now, for the peeling back the curtain further, and I do appreciate you sharing this uh, with us, and I'm I'm excited to hear what people are going to say about where you should go. And I've got a few thoughts here, but you are not married, but you have a longtime girlfriend. Right. Is she Might going as well with be you? the? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a ride or die girl. Yeah, and I, I told her, and I was. She was like, "Of course I'm going." I was like, "Just checking because does she bo- does she have any thoughts input? Is she going to get any votes? She did not want to move anywhere cold weather. Okay, that was that was her that was her one. She said, "If we can't stay here, I don't want to move anywhere cold weather." And I was like. Neither do I. Okay. So, so yeah. here, here's what the way I think about it. Atlanta, number one for the sports, the culture, and just, you know, opportunities. Uh, the traffic is salacious, but I think you can get around that. Second would probably be Jacksonville. Low cost of living, incredible recreational stuff to do, um, and not a bad city to live in. And they just got, you know, the next great quarterback in uh, Sunshine Lawrence, even if you don't like the guy. I know you're not a Dabo fan. Uh, Third would be Salt Lake City because of this. It's an adventure, Jay. It would be totally different. The West and the Mountain West invigorates and changes one's perspectives in ways that you can hardly really imagine. Now, Salt Lake is a sleepy, buttoned-up, you know, sphincter-tight Mormon town. Good people, by the way. A little weird. But good people for the most part. It's not a rock-and-roll town. But, man, is it breathtaking, the Mountain West. Salt Lake would be, I think, very compelling to me. Then we're down into the second-tier cities. Cincinnati, eh, never really been there. Um, Carlisle, PA, too small, too sleepy. Jersey, shithole, no. Uh, Staying in Baltimore, that's the easy move, and you're not going to make as much money, and life's not going to be as fun. Fuck it's, it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, I got a new job and all my friends are here. That's yeah. basically, yeah. And, and but if, if these towns though are near my dad in Virginia, that, that, that puts a, that, that puts a, you know, I know, I know, but there's so much, there's so much weird Virginia out there, you know, uh, Tazewell and Wytheville and Pulaski and, uh, cool Pippa. <laughs> And Staten. I mean, I've not been this... to all of them. Yeah, <laughs> South Boston, Virginia, yeah. Martinsville. Well, they... <laughs> but then you get you got like where, where Reedsville, Kilmarnock, <laughs> right. Rappahannock, Rappahannock. All yeah. the all the Hannocks. All the I... Hannocks. Roanoke. <laughs> you got that whole area, which is totally different from everywhere else in Virginia. So, if I may ask, Jay, yep. who says you're qualified to direct trucks around the country? Well, it's funny you say that, Mr. The, the Operations guy, Manager, and the guy, and, and it's so what I would be running a terminal, and I would have they said twenty to twenty five drivers that I would have to Manage. make sure that they're make sure they're up to date on their you know health and safety um, when they're doing loads, making sure they're getting there on time dealing with the customers they're dealing with is stuff like that. And they, that's why they do this rigorous training. It might be four months. I got that wrong. Four months. Because like the first, they, they teach you how to do timesheets, billing, um, the computer system. They, they do everything like that. And then they sent you out. 
That's great. That's great. You know, I love the fact that you're my age, so you're 53, right? No, I'm 51. 51. Close enough. Yes. Close enough. I love it. Your age, you're embarking upon a new life adventure, new job, new city, new phone. Who dis? Who dis? And and it's going to be great. And if it's not great, then you can wrap it up and go back to doing something else. Flexibility, new things is one of the great things in life. And I'm happy for you. Well, thank you. Yes. It, it, it's funny because I was, when I, I was saying, uh, where we're going to move, she was like, well, what if we don't like it? And I was like, well, after a year or so, we can do something else. How about that? And I was like, and, and I'll, I will have the windfall from the house, from the sale sure. of the house. Sure. So, you know, not many people have that going with them, you know? Well, and so, look, if, uh, if you do well with the company, which I have no doubt that you will, then you'll have other opportunities where they might be like, hey, you know, Jay's our ace guy who we just brought on. He's doing great down there in Jacksonville or whatever. Uh, we need you to have this project somewhere else. We'll give you even more money. Do you want to go here? And it might be another city that's compelling to you. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, so. Yeah, good. Well, uh, do you need help packing? Because I'm actually busy. I'm sorry about it. I can't. <laughs> I, here's here's what I'm going to do about that. Um, I'm going to rent one of those uh, dumpsters, and I'm going to throw away ninety percent of what I own here. Wow! So it is, yeah, and take the bare necessities. I'm just, in fact, I'm looking at my my uh, rec room. Everything must go. I'm not keeping any of this. I'm throwing it all away. Yeah. How about even better than that? How about you just leave all the stuff in the house and only take out what you want? Then you don't have to worry about all the, the headache of throwing the other shit away. I don't think, is that how that works? I think the people who buy it would want to. Well, they would want it empty, but you would make it contingent. Like you buy the house, there's going to be shit in it. You're going to have to hire somebody to take the shit out you don't want and keep whatever shit you do want. But hey, could be like an episode of Storage Wars. There might be a valuable Mickey Mantle card in here. Probably I don't not. know how that works. I'm probably I'm probably going to have to pack some stuff up, right. which well, I effing hate. Well, here's so. here's going to be the traumatic part: is you're going to be forced to throw away things that were once cherished to you, a matted and framed print of Camden Yards, and you'd be like, ah, oh, this is really a nice piece, but. I'm moving. I don't know where I'm going to put it in the new place. I just don't need it anymore. Plus, I'm a Jaguars fan now. <laughs> let's throw, let's throw it away. And then you go through that micro trauma of throwing perfectly good things away that you just you don't want anymore. I think that's a tough look, thing. I like find I'm it looking, tough. I'm looking at baseball trophies right now. I'm like, do I really need my Trophy from the Greater Glen Burnie League in 1983. That's a tough. Do one. I really need that? Do I really need? Do I really need my Andover Apaches 95 pound football trophy? Actually, before you throw stuff away, let me come over. I wouldn't mind going through some of your stuff. <laughs> yeah, doing a show. Going, do you need this? Yeah, I, I want some genuine J Factia that I could uh, perhaps take and. I'll and be your museum. Right. I'll be your museum of regret when you bounce out after five months in Jacksonville going, this job sucked. These truckers are all meth head assholes and I couldn't manage them. 
I'm back. You have to, you have to promise me this, and we have to do this. What could we do a virtual J tour of of your house? Of, not my house, just areas around that. This is where I played football. This is where I went to high school. Do you this want to do that? I'll, I'll, that? I'll get a camera and a gimbal. We'll just go around. You can narrate it. Like that would this be was funny. Jay's yes. life. Yeah, this would be good. Yes, yes. And we'll okay. go through your house and be like, "You keeping this? You yes. keeping this? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Try. Okay. You know what? You might have some shit that some listeners would be like, "Hey, I'll take that from Jay. Here, where do I PayPal you some shipping money? I want it. That's funny. And guess yes. what? I ain't doing none of that. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no offseason. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny-come-latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. All right, there's a lot to get to uh, in sports, yes. so let's get Probably cracking here. Pull yeah. one out for J.R. Richards. Can we pull one out for J.R. Richards? J.R. Richards died today. My, Houston oh, Rockets pitching legend. My first favorite non-Oriole. Okay, because? Well, a, a black pitcher. Yeah. He was he was 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He was, at the time, better than Nolan Ryan. I remember he set the strikeout record uh, like 313, which I believe just got broken by Verlander, right. uh, the Astros record. And he had control. He was menacing. He wasn't menacing like Bob Gibson. He didn't like throw at you, but he was just big and he had a nasty curve and a and a he threw like at the time 95 that was throwing heat. He was he was just awesome and only played 
Only played nine years in the bigs from He's 71 to 80 with the Astros. They was, effed him. The, the medical team effed him because he kept complaining. He was like, my shoulder hurts. And I was like, ah, eh, you're fine, JR. Just go back. Well, he had a blood clot. Yeah, he had a and stroke. And then he had a stroke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot. Brought his yeah. career to a sudden end at the age of 30. Uh, he was the NL strikeout leader two times in 78 and 79 and the NL ERA leader in 1979 as well, plus an all-star. Passed yeah, away at uh, 71. Uh, 71 years old. J.R. Richard. Yep, there you go. Well, yeah, you know, there weren't, obviously there weren't as many black pitchers back in the day because there was uh, racism that, you know, permeated, sort of like the black quarterback thing. So he was one of the big guys. Dave Stewart was one of the other big black American starting pitchers back in the day. Right of blue. Vida Blue, obviously. Uh, Bob Gibson, of course, being one of the most famous guys. Who else they're, when they're, it comes to black starting pitchers? And who is currently on the Mount Rushmore of current black starting pitchers in Major League Baseball? Uh, Marcus Stroman of the Mets. Okay. Actually, there's, I think there's only one. I think it's just Marcus Stroman. Because, yeah, there, there's a list. They're called the five aces. They're five black pitchers who... Won twenty games. Uh, I got off Mudcat Grant from the Twins. Um, Sabathia. Um, oh God, Vita Blue. Bob Gibson. Is that five? Did I just name five? Sounds about it. I'm looking up right now. Yeah. Apparently, in 2014, Bob Nightingale wrote for USA Today that as MLB celebrates Jackie Robinson, no team has more than one black pitcher on its major league staff. Yeah, the, the four, Orioles have one. And, and four of those, Dylan, yeah. yeah, four of those reside in the American League East. That'd be CC Sabathia, David Price, Chris Archer, and Marcus Stroman. That was I in 2016, that. five years ago. Also, there's a group called the Black Aces. Yeah. Do you know who yeah. they are? I just said I just said that. Yeah. It was like, Oh, you said Black five, Aces? Yeah, the five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Mudcat Grant. Here, Vita Blue, Sebastian. Al Downing, Bob Gibson, Al Dwight, Dwight Gooden. Dwight, uh, yeah, Al Downing, Dwight Gooden. Mudcat Grant, Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins, I got that wrong. Shut Sam up. Jones, Don Newcomb, Mike Norris, J.R. Richard, Dave Stewart, and Earl Wilson. They're the only pitchers, black pitchers, who have won at least 20 major league games in a year. Okay. I thought it was only five. Okay. But, yeah, because Mudcat Grant is the one I always miss. I forgot about Fergie Jenkins. But he's Canadian. So. <laughs> he's Canadian black. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that matter? I don't, I don't know if that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. no, not not a just just like the last black catcher was um uh Charles Johnson. Uh yeah. Just like the last black punter was Donald Igwe Buike. Or oh, was he a kicker? He was a kicker. It wasn't <laughs> Reggie no, Roby. No, Reggie Roby. No, no, no? It wasn't even Reggie Roby. No, it was a guy who kicked for the um uh, kick for the the Raiders. Oh right, punted for the Raiders, and, uh, and who, he would like he would like dance after he kicked. He yeah. was really yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. he 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 had a he had a mouth that outkicked his actual talent of kicking. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> Raiders punter out something something King. Black Some- yes, uh, King, uh, Marquette King. Marquette there you King. go. Yeah, yeah. We talked way too much for a punter. <laughs> well, he's a black guy who was punting. That's kind of humiliating. Well, it kind of again, again, you know, <laughs> seriously, let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> You're like, K 
can't you hit somebody? <laughs> it's like it, it's. It, I'm not saying it's an unathletic position. It's a specialist position, though, to yes, be sure. Very, very true. So, um, while we're on this square, uh, oh, I had a segue here off of this. I got a lot of things that are on my list here. I don't know. I don't want to get off something too much. White uh, sprinters. Oh yes, you wanted to talk about white sprinters. I wanted to talk about how badly the men's 4 by 100 relay team performed in the Olympics. Again, it is whoever the coach is for that team has to be fired tomorrow or today. They finished 6th. 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 Because to we are China so arrogant. and Italy. <laughs> It's outrageous, and yet we don't do nearly as bad in individual track and field events. And the women's relay team is fine as well. What the hell? Because we refuse to send the best. They always try to send the B team just to qualify and save the A team for the finals. But there was everybody who could have run had a day of rest. I got to find out who the coach is because I got to bang his name Hmm. and ask for his firing. But yeah, everybody else sends their, their, if not B team, their A minus team, and we sent like scrubs. Do you want to send a bunch of scrubs? Do you want to know what the theory is from one Jason Whitlock? No, you I don't, don't want to know that. Okay, no, no, no. His I, his theory is uh, black no. men. Black men need to be able to get along better. We don't get along very well. And you need to have a salad, Jason. Um, <laughs> that's just stupid. He, he also he also doesn't like Mayor of Easttown. Have you seen that show with? Uh, yeah, Kate I love Winslet? that show. He How said do you not like that. He show? said he said it's good, but that but that Kate Winslet plays a male cop in a female body. They should have written that part for an actual female. You like him? I whatever. I didn't say Any- I like him. I, I don't like or dislike anybody. I find the buffet of opinions out there on the internet to be one you can pick and choose from. And sometimes I think he is dead on. Other times I'm like, eh, I don't see that. Um, anyway. I Did you love the Italian sprinter winning? The 100. The, the, the Italian sprinter named Lamont. Yeah, well, I talked about this with Andy, and he apparently did not feel me on this. I said, we got to tighten up these regulations about who you can represent. Granted, he did move to Italy when he was like 18 months old and was raised there, but he's from Texas. I really think it should be a birth thing. That's just I think me. It, I think if you live there for less than a year, you're okay. But more than a year, like there was, there's a black chick playing for Serbia. I'm 99% sure you didn't grow up in Serbia. <laughs> I know. I, well, Olympics is very like they say. If you've got any kind of connection, you're allowed to choose, and and you know they 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 represent the country they want to represent. I find it hilarious that Russia got banned from this thing because they were cheating like mofo's, and their athletes are still competing just with a different symbol and a different flag, the ROC. The fuck, and still winning and still cheating. I'm betting. Yes, like they they tried to say, well, we don't want to punish the athletes; we just want to punish the country. And it's well, like, you're not you're not, really not doing, doing it either. Yeah. Um, by the way, for this will you'll like this just on Whitlock. So Whitlock tweeted his own column saying, This is some of my best work. Keith Olbermann tweets, Wow, really? Some of your best work? So it's only shitty 
as opposed to atrociously and embarrassingly <laughs> shitty? <laughs> That is a good one. <laughs> well, Jason responded with LOL. Happy Monday, Keith. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, in the NFL, I like this story. Uh, a rookie wide receiver by the name of Elijah Moore. I think he's from Ole Miss, isn't he? Yes. Let's look. Uh, Elijah Moore wrote the names of all the wide receivers drafted ahead of him on the mirror. And I'm like, Elijah, I'm been like, done before Elijah. I'm like, bro, why don't you write the names of the GMs on the mirror? <laughs> the, the players had nothing to do with saying I'm better than you. It's just what the league thought. But that's been done before. Has it? Was it, was it Brady who did that? Somebody who could name every quarterback drafted. There's, there's some player. It was either quarterbacks or wide receivers or running backs all drafted before this person and they can name them and they've, you know, kept this grudge. That's been done before. Yeah. He's yeah. I'm that's, that's petty and old. Yeah. All right. Headline that doesn't need much delving into boyfriend encourages Georgia teacher to film herself masturbating in class. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boyfriend's like, yeah, you ought to film yourself getting after it in the classroom. And she's been fired. <laughs> Here's a good one for you. So uh, Ben Simmons has apparently told the Sixers he's open to the California teams, but they're having a hard time finding somebody to take him. And then somebody puts a picture of Pawn Stars with the line, <laughs> best I can do is Portland. <laughs> 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 That's good, isn't it? He oh. has. He, I don't know. Well, he his agent is Rich Paul. Rich Paul got Lonzo like eighty million, so Rich Paul can do anything, and he's dating Adele. Life is good right now for Rich Paul. Life is pretty good indeed. Did you see that the front runner to replace Alex Trebek is actually the executive producer now of Jeopardy? Yeah, I said, but he was good. I saw his episode. He did. He was good. Okay. Well, because he's he's worked the show. Yeah. I think his name is Mike Richard. Yeah. Something something Richard. Yeah. But and he's done Mike stuff Richards. Before. Mike Richards. Yeah, Mike Richards. Yeah. But he's he's done stuff too. Okay. Like he, but still, you're like, uh, you know, my first reaction was Mike Richard. Who the f- is that guy? Who the f- is that? Thank you, Conor McGregor. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? It also, it's a little bit unfair that he was the one running this competition, and he's like choosing. Eh, yeah. You know what? How about me? Actually, what is he going to negotiate with himself? He sits down at one end of a giant conference room table. All right, Richards, we like your stuff, but you're unproven. So, first year salary, we're going to have to start you off at a million dollars. Yeah, and, he, and then he, then he runs to the other side of the table. A million? That's outrageous. I'm out of here. I find that ludicrous. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Don't leave. Okay. How about a million five? Come on. Negotiate with yourself. I mean, I think this is bullshit. I did want LeVar Burton to get it. A lot of people like LeVar Burton. I, I love LeVar Burton. And I didn't, I never thought A.A. Ron had a, had a shot. No. Even though he was he was okay. 
he wasn't even that good, really. Uh, you know, he was interesting because, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Let's see yeah, how but, he does. But he was a little yeah. bit stiff, a little bit soft, a little bit too low-key. You got to be a little bit of guy smiley, you know? You got to be a little bit game showish. Speaking of getting gigs, RG3 reportedly headed to ESPN's broadcast booth as a college football analyst. Okay, so he can't cause too much trouble. He wouldn't be on a sh- on a on a, a studio show. So on that's a hot okay. take show, basically. Yeah, that's okay. I- I'll accept that. Okay. Um, this, according to Michael McCarthy of Front Office Sports, uh, he could also join NFL ESPN's NFL coverage as well. Uh, despite the move, the 31-year-old is not giving up on his NFL career just yet. Who will be in the NFL first? Robert Griffin III or, oh my God, what, oh, what's his name from the San Diego? Philip Rivers. Uh, Philip Rivers uh, could be back in the league because guys are going down left and right. And he, we, you know, we don't have hates, any, yeah. He hates his wife. He hates her. Why? Because he gives every chance not to be with her. He's 50. They've got like 19 kids, yet he doesn't want to be around her. <laughs> How can you say that about P. Rivers, the ultimate family man with all those kids? That I he believe... doesn't want to be around them. <laughs> <laughs> so he had them all. He just doesn't want to be around them. Hey, right. at, least, at least it's a 15 by 1, unlike Cromarty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 15 it, was like by a nine, it was like a 9 by 8. <laughs> yeah, Dwight Howard. No, no, I'm just saying. He can't, unless they spend a lot of time in the offseason together, he just doesn't want to be around there. Have you heard the latest from Minnesota? Kirk Cousins said he has thought about surrounding himself with plexiglass in the quarterback room to avoid future contact tracing fiascos like the one that happened last week with Kellen Mond testing positive coronavirus. Of course, Cousins has said he is not vaccinated or hasn't disclosed it, but he said he's comfortable with his decision to basically not get vaccinated. You have to get the one-team Kirk uh, supporter and ask him about this. Charge. Because Charge is firmly I know. Team Kirk. I know. But, Got but even Charge had told me when I saw him last week in, in Milwaukee, he's like, oh, yeah, everyone hates him. And now with this vaccine thing, they really hate him. Here's, here's all I'm going to say. And I'm pro-choice. I'm staunchly pro-choice in the vaccine. But uh, as far as Cousins and the plexiglass, you can't mock Cousins for saying, I'll put plexiglass around me. Because businesses did that across the country supposedly because they thought it would do something. So now that Cousins says, I'll do this, maybe it'll do something, you can't mock him like, oh, come on, that's not going to do anything. Billions was spent on plexiglass, well, and it you, didn't you, do you, shit. No, you, you are correct. So yeah, you the can't be, office had plexiglass. You, you yeah. can't be two-faced on that. Uh, oh, by the way, apparently up to 40% of the U.S. deer population has COVID antibodies, according to a study. <laughs> so it well, looks like the deer are moving towards, wait for it, wait for it, herd immunity, Jay. There's a new Cinderella coming out starring Camilla Cabello as Cinderella. Now, I don't know well, about with, you, but she's name, my type. Wait a minute, Camilla Cabello? Camilla. I'm guessing that's K. Hold on. You don't know? No. Who, you don't know pop star Camila Cabello? No. Well, Where have you bit. been? I don't know who she is. Oh, my oh. God. She okay. is so 
Well, how how old is she? Twenty four. Okay, I can look. Um, <laughs> Twenty four. I can look. You never heard her smash hit "Senorita." No. Okay. She's a very nice looking young lady. This is not her. Some. It's a duet, I believe. Okay. Oh, this is Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez did the duet with her uh, senorita. Oh, Havana or Havana is is Camilla Cabellos. So, looking at her, what do you think? She's she's um, okay. She's not better than Rihanna. Oh, I don't know about that. Looks wise. She's not better than Ariana Grande. All right. Is she hotter than Marin Morris? Because she would be a good comp. Do you know who Marin Morris is? So you have kids, and they listen to this, and that's why I don't know. No, bro, I have have streaming music services that feed me shit that I would like. And I, I listen to radio stations every now and then. I'm very Andy Poland in my music. I listen to stuff that I listen to wow. in my 30s and 20s and 30s. So, okay. Yeah. Here's Marin Morris. I don't oh, throw. I, I do know that. No, I do know that song. You know this I song? Know yeah, I do, with, I do know this with song. With famous yeah. DJ Z. Do you know who DJ Z yeah. is? Okay. No. No idea who that is. Why oh, you know. You just meet me in the middle? I mean, to me, the uh, the Dynamo five foot four inch or five foot three inch petite brunette with a little splash of ethnicity. Oh, that's hard to beat, Jay. Uh, speaking of this, and, and I don't quote these people often, some douchebag on Reddit. Oh, oh boy! And, and, Here and we go now. But no, 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 no. But I didn't respond. I didn't. Re- I don't respond. I just read and go. Oh, you're a jerk. Some jerk. Because last week you, when you said the, uh, we're talking about the women athletes who you know who we find attractive. Like, and he goes, they, they tried to shame you. Like, how dare you uh, objectify I, I, and. He, yeah. No, he tried to shame us. He goes, why is it always creepy when they talk about, I'm like, you're an it. And then some guy, and I don't know his name, but he spoke up and said, you do realize men talk about how women look in sports. You do realize that's a thing. And I was like, thank you, sir. That they, Men do talk about that when they're alone. Yeah, you know um, what? Bottom line is the, those people can fuck off. Because to me, being being admiring of a woman who projects strong sexuality always involves several elements that are not looks related. They're attitude related. They're competence related. You know, like to me, Lindsey Vaughn is hot because of what she does. She flies down a mountain at speeds that are crazy. You know, she's a fucking daredevil. That to me adds to the attractiveness, you know? Well, my my new crush of the week is... 400 meter hurdler uh sydney mclaughlin have you seen her uh i think so oh look let me look lolo her up jones, lolo jones i love uh, lolo jones with, by the way with, but oh she's better looking than lolo jones and less attitude too much attitude from lolo for you oh god she's a lot to deal with <laughs> Lolo Jones comes from the same factory. Oh my God, Sydney McLaughlin! <laughs> wow. Yes, go. sir. Yeah. yeah. By the way, 
Darren, Darren Ravel after because she won the gold medal, and I'm I, I might have the number wrong, but Darren Ravel said she has now become the most marketable athlete in the world because after she won the gold medal, I think he said she got like five hundred thousand Instagram followers. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. I would I would have followed her anyway before the Olympics. Okay, one more chick you may never have heard of, but I want you to know about her, right? I'm trying to help you out mm-hmm. here. Lucy okay. Lucy Hale. Ever heard Why of her? I've heard of Lucy Hale. Little, little country number. Again, yeah, another yeah, yeah. petite I've, five I've four her. brunette. I've seen her. I've seen her. See, these gals like Marin Morris, Lucy Hale, they will do a lot of the New Year's Eve shows on the networks, you know? They'll be one of the featured musical acts. I think that's where I saw her on like a New Year's Eve show. I think yeah, she's right. done. She's done New Orleans now for a couple of years. But anyway, thank you for turning me on to Sydney McLaughlin. Okay. Oh yeah. What else do we have before we get to FTG? Um, it wasn't it wasn't me who said this, but I heard it on a podcast, and we were talking about the funniest thing I've heard this week. It was um, I, I know you're not a Bomani Jones fan. Uh, but, um, he said, how did Mike Tirico not come on the screen oh, with boy. an Italian flag after, <laughs> after the black Italian won the 100, he said, and I could not stop laughing because he was, he was 100% correct. Uh, and for those and, that don't know the backstory, Mike Tirico once in an interview, pretty much disowned whatever black heritage he has in him. He said he's not he's, black. He said he's not, not black. black. He's like a guy from Queens, basically. <laughs> right, right. He looks in the mirror and sees Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> that, that, that's who he sees. Yeah. Listen, you're not going to get me to say one sideways word about Tariqa, who I think is sublime as a play-by-play man and very talented. Sure. Did he run around after women at ESPN before they decided to clean that place up? Yes, he did. Yes. Okay, but... I'm not going to go crazy about that. I like him on the air. I will not say anything sideways about him. But, yeah, there you go. Hey, one more before we get to fuck that guy. We really need to pour one out for Timbo the Redneck. Do you know who Timbo the Redneck is? I do not. Dead at 18, he was a TikTok star who had 200,000 followers who liked to watch his videos labeled hashtag living Southern. Most of the videos involved doing aggressive donuts in his prized pickup truck named Big Booty Judy. Okay, that that's a real person, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, Big Booty Judy is a, is a person. Yes. Uh, who is Big Booty Judy? Uh, there, is, there was a woman, well, I'm sorry. There, she played a character in a movie uh, ATL, but it was a, a woman named Buffy the Body, and uh, her she played character Big Booty Judy, but it was based off her because at one time Buffy the Body had the biggest booty in the United States of America. <laughs> okay, here here's, yeah. he, here was his brother explaining what happened. Driver side window and okay. Um, uh, can we can we take a five? Can we yep. can we, can we take a, a five? Yep. Yep. Zoe, Hold on. Zoe, take five, sweetie. Oh, sorry. There you go. Okay, now we're good. Here's his brother explaining what Truck happened. landing on top of him. Oh, here we go. Very sad. With his girlfriend. And 
truck just flipped over and he flew out the driver's side window and truck Spits. landed on top of him. His, was his he... whole body, it was that truck landed on top of him. And I'm just, he, he's passed away. And I'm just making this video because we made so many videos together and he used to talk to me all the time about how much you guys and his fans meant to him. He died doing what he loves, but he also died chasing fucking likes on TikTok. How dumb is that? I, and uh, why can't people, you why can't you wear a seatbelt? I was going to say, was he not wearing a seatbelt? No, that's, he was that ejected. Could have been averted <laughs> easily. Did did he not realize that trucks do sometimes tip over? But you know, when you're 18, you do do some of the dumbest stuff ever. Yeah. So I really can't knock him for that because when I was 18, I should have died at least four times. So. I mean, this is what social media does. I would like to get an accurate count. I know the CDC is busy counting coronavirus deaths. Can we get an accurate count of how many people have been killed by social media? Selfies on cliffs, tweeting while driving, old yeah. T- Timbo the redneck with his TikTok account flipping his truck, the landing on him. I mean, I want an annual number of how many people fucking die chasing likes and clicks. Yeah, doing a dance while with a moving car and getting injured. Yeah, One of easily avoided. E- okay. Easily avoided. Okay, here we go. Finish strong today. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay. Who do you got this week? And I know you really like this guy, but I said I said I have disdain for him. John Boy from John Boy Videos. Uh, 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 I don't really like him. I think he's funny. I understand he is a biased Yankee homer. I understand well, that. Well, not even that. He he claims you know that he's his you know baseball aficionado, and I saw him do a video of one of the most iconic fights ever. The Braves and Padres in '82. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't know half the players, and I'm like, "What kind of baseball fan are you?" I'm like, "A young one, I guess." <coughs> I don't think he's that young. Okay, he's like probably forty something. All right, what are you doing? I'm so <laughs> he should. With him. He should know more. Well, uh, that'll yes. be that'll be uh, sweet music to the ears of my boy Houston Scotty Shirey, who has a seething hatred of John Boy. He would fight him. If he were to ever see him because of, you know, the fact that John Boy was the guy that was putting out all the videos about the Astros and the trash can. And then later on pumping up the conspiracy theory about the Altuve buzzer taped to his chest. And, and he I knows. And he, I, yeah, well, I don't get his act. I don't what, I don't see what the what what is so great about it. You he know, talks I, over baseball. I don't get it. I had him on this podcast and it was set up by his publicist. He's got a publicist? Yes, he does. Why? Tell me why. Because <laughs> he's internet famous, and he's not doing donuts in a big truck that could kill him oh, to be internet God. famous. And I'm not hating. I'm No, I'm hating you because hating. he's not yeah. good. No, he's not good. You're saying there's got to be somebody better. Right, and who, who knows more, and who is funnier. He's not funny. All right. I'm sorry. So I, to John Boy, you say. F that guy. I'm not
Mine goes to one Jason Garrett, the O coordinator now for the New York Giants, who apparently told a reporter who dared to call him Jason, he wants to be called Coach. Oh, yeah. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Yeah. yeah, we say good to see you, coach. That's how we do it. Oh, what a oh, dick. I'm up. sorry. I'm in the media. I'm not one of your position group players. Fuck off. You can be oh. Jason or asshole or fucking redhead or or uh, failed Dallas head coach. Whatever you want. I ain't calling you coach. What a dick. Fuck Jason Garrett. <laughs> All right, Jay, uh, what is the time frame for the move? Um, I believe uh, December is when the program will be over. When do you deploy? Uh, Then I don't know. I will find out my start date is next Monday. All right, buddy. Congratulations. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye now. See you. Ain't that some shit? Jay's going to a different city with a new job. I'm very happy for him. Thank you for listening to this podcast and being part of the loyal Zabe Nation. See you Monday. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.